Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda. I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable because no one should walk the adoption journey alone. Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable because no one should walk the adoption journey alone. Since this really isn't an episode and more just an introduction, I thought I'd share a little bit more about my story so that we can get to know each other a bit better. Again, my name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two children. At the time of this recording, they're they're five and two, and I adopted them with my husband, Brian, through private domestic adoption. In our adoption journey, man, it was not easy or straightforward. There was just really nothing easy about it. That's the whole reason why I felt called and and really I'm on a mission to create resources and groups and tips that help others through their adoption journey. You see, I struggled so hard and had zero support and I just don't want that for other people. I believe that adoption is a beautiful gift and that it is something that should be celebrated and cherished and should not be something that adoptive parents have to struggle through. Before we started our adoption journey, like many of you, we had an infertility journey. And that infertility journey was what drove us to adoption, quite honestly. Even though I always felt like I could parent anybody and anything, um, and always was just the mothering type, adoption was never really on my radar until we were going through the infertility journey. In our infertility journey, um, one of our doctors suggested donor embryos. And that was the first time that having a child that wasn't genetically my own was something that was, you know, I'd even thought about. And it was something we decided to try because we felt like, you know, it doesn't really matter what genetic material is, you know, that's making up this child. We, we feel like we'll love it and what, you know, want to parent no matter what. And so we tried um, donor embryos through our infertility journey. And unfortunately, we were not successful with that. But that's what really began opening our eyes to the possibility of adoption. So as we went through our infertility journey and things got, you know, increasingly more difficult, as it does for many of us, we decided that, you know, maybe adoption is is the right option for us. And we looked into all the different types of adoption and um, spoke with some attorneys, uh, thought about matching ourselves back then in, in 20, we were doing our investigation in 2013. Um, self-matching wasn't really something that a lot of people did. So we just decided that uh, working with an agency was a better fit for us because we felt like the matching on our own was just full of more risk than what we um, were really comfortable with. So we chose to work with a private domestic adoption agency um, to match for our adoption. Of course, we went through all of the paperwork and process of getting set up and background checks and home studies and, and all of those things. And then it came to the profile writing stage. And actually, that was pretty easy. You see, I have a corporate day job in marketing, and I've, I've worked in marketing my entire career in, in one form or fashion. So telling the story, that became pretty easy. 
I also am pretty fortunate that I have my bachelor's and master's in journalism. So telling the story is just kind of second nature to, to who I am. So the profile writing process, you know, while for my husband was just a chore. Um, he, he's a pretty private person. He doesn't like to share a whole lot. Um, so really, you know, as in, in most situations, there's a driver and a passenger, right? And the adoption journey. And, and I was definitely the driver as it related to, to putting together our profile. And when we turned in our profile to the agency, you know, they had previously been telling us that it was going to take us a couple of years to match. And when we shared our profile with them, they said, you know, you're, you're going to go a whole lot faster. Um, and I've, of course, I was curious why. And she said, you know, you can just tell a really great story. You're pretty clear with who you are as a family, why you'd be great parents. You've got some amazing references and you've really put it together in a clear and concise way uh, for us to be able to share with expectant mothers and I have no doubt that you'll you'll go fast through the process. And she was right. We matched really quickly with our first adoption opportunity. Um, and when we matched, she, the expectant mother, was due within, I think it was about a week to 10 days. And so that was pretty quick for us to go from this, you know, really horrible years long in, infertility journey and then being told by the agency it was going to take a couple of years for us to match to, hey, you know, you're going to be parents in, in 10 days. We were so excited. Um, you know, we, we really embraced the opportunity. Um, all of our friends and family were excited because, of course, we shared the great news right away with everyone. And we went to meet our daughter, Genevieve. When we met, uh, met Genevieve, of course, we were just over the moon, excited in love and, um, just excited to be parents. When we were in the, the hospital, the attorney came to, to finalize the paperwork. And when we were finalized the paperwork, she mentioned, Hey, you do know that you, um, that the expected parents or at that time, the birth parents, cause they'd given birth, uh, have 30 days to change their mind. That was the first time we'd, we'd really heard that. And they asked if we wanted to proceed with the adoption. Of course, we looked at them like they were crazy because, of course, we wanted to proceed with the adoption because this was our child. We knew that with every fiber of our being. And so, you know, off we went and, and started to wait out our, our time before we could come home. After seven days of parenting, the uh, birth family did change their mind, and we had to give Genevieve back to her birth parents um, for them to ultimately raise. And that moment, that was the hardest moment of infertility, adoption that we had ever faced. And in that moment, quite honestly, I didn't know if I was going to be able to pick myself back up off the floor, if I was going to be able to move forward. It took a long time. We uh, went inactive with our agency and decided that we needed some counseling, some space, some time in order to heal. Then we decided to go back live with our agency um, a few months later, about uh, seven or eight months later. And um, again, we got an opportunity really quickly. Within 60 days of going live again, we, we had an opportunity in front of us. And um, the opportunity was that we'd been picked. We'd been chosen by a birth mother, that the little girl had been born, and um, that she was in Florida. And boy, there was nothing stopping us getting to Florida. We got there as quickly as we could. We had an amazing um, first meeting with um, our birth mother for our daughter. And um, it, it just, it was something that just completely changed our lives. 
And in that moment, there was just a piece of uh, a sense of peace, of gratitude, of love that just really washed over us as a, you know, as a family. And after our daughter was a little bit older, we decided that we were going to adopt again. And this time we decided to be a little, uh, a little crazy and be gender specific. Um, of course, you know, my, like most of you, we had this ideal in our heads of one girl, one boy, um, as being, you know, kind of the right, uh, completion for our family. This time when we went through the adoption process again to, you know, get everything set up and start our profile, of course, we had to, you know, redo our profile because we, our family is different and has changed. And um, the agency told us, you know what, being gender specific, you're going to wait about five years, if not, you know, maybe a little less if you're lucky, a little more. And boy, were we astounded that within six months of going live, that we were chosen again. And I had to ask the agency, why? Why do you think, you know, this has happened now three times pretty quickly and, and definitely beat your expectations as to, you know, how quickly we were going to match? And again, it came down to the clarity of our profile, to um, how an expectant mother could clearly see what life would be like for their child within our family. And telling that story in a concise way that really drove engagement was what helped us stand out from the crowd of, of waiting families. And that... Um, that amazing opportunity came, came true, came real. Um, we welcomed our son into our family and, and we were complete. Throughout our adoption journey, we kept getting questions from friends, friends of friends, just asking like, how are you doing this? How are you getting placed so quickly? And, you know, and, and could you, could you help me? Could you help me, um, through my own adoption journey? And so each time, of course, you know, I just help them through their profile or help them through the beginning stages of, you know, what type of adoption is, is right for them. Um, how do they choose what adoption, you know, would fit for their family and their needs? What do they feel equipped to parent? Um, how do you do a home study? What is a home study? How do you pick an agency? How do you decide on an attorney? And just throughout the years, at, through our own adoption journey and, and helping others, really just kind of broke down the entire process step by step. And that's what I discovered that my friends and, and their friends really appreciated was just that step by step guidance and support. And um, again, you know, I, I have a background in marketing and in journalism, so I'm, I'm a natural storyteller from that perspective. And I just decided, you know, I could help more people if I started a blog. And so, you know, being a journalism major, that was a pretty easy way for me to help others. Just, you know, write out the step-by-step -step instructions on on how to pick an agency or, or on how to choose, you know, what adoption path is right for you. And then that started evolving to me sharing tips, you know, in Facebook groups and people asking me, um, you know, to help them individually one-on-one. -on -one. And then that evolved to, you know, could you, do you have your own Facebook group? Could, could you help us um, through the adoption process? 
And really, you know, again, I'm, I'm a mom of two. I have a, a corporate marketing day job. So this is just my passion. And so I'm always looking for a way that I can help as many people as fast as possible. Um, because that's what works for, for my life and my lifestyle. Um, but honestly, that's also what, what helps you guys the most. And so that's the reason why I started the blog, myadoptioncoach.com. Go check us out. Um, you know, feel free to, to search through and find resources there that help you. And I also started the free Facebook group. So if you go to Facebook and search under groups for My Adoption Coach, um, we would love to have you join us. I share all kinds of resources in there, uh, free trainings. I do sessions where I answer videos or answer questions via video about, you know, a couple of times a week. Um, but my real goal here is just to help you through your journey, to make it easier for you, um, to help you through those critical decisions that you need to make from a, a voice of experience. And it's not just my voice. That's what's so phenomenal about our community is that it's the voice of everyone because we all have different experiences and there's, there's no one right way to do adoption other than the way that is right for your family. So just because something worked for me or for someone else in the community doesn't mean it's going to work for you necessarily with the exception of your profile. Your profile is the one area that there is a pretty clear formula on how to create a profile to stand out from the sea of waiting families. And that is something that we'll definitely talk a lot about on this podcast, but it's not the only thing we'll talk about. We'll, we'll talk about anything you guys are interested in. So I just, again, wanted to give you a quick introduction about who we are, what we're going to do on this podcast, what we do over in the Facebook group. Again, we'd love to have you join us. And we hope that, or I hope that you'll decide to stick around to listen to the podcast, to to subscribe, um, to give us a rating and review, and to um, embrace the perfectly imperfect um, nature of who we are as a community and the support that we give each other because it is just phenomenal. So that's really going to wrap it up for today. Again, I'd love to have for you join to join us in the podcast community uh, by subscribing, leaving us a rating and review as we get up and running here over the next uh, few episodes. But most importantly, I'd love for you to jump into the Facebook group. I really want you to be supported. I want you to to know that it you don't have to be on an island by yourself struggling figuring out what is the next right step in your journey. Anything is possible if you have support and guidance. You can do it and I have your back every step of the way. Hang in there and I'll see you soon. <music>